Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, where each week Jonathan and his co-host interview the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing. Jonathan, take it away. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Show. It's episode 490. We've got a real friend of the show. He he was a regular um, guest panelist on my roundtable show. We've got Chris Badgett. Um, the joint founder of Lifter LMS, joining us. So, um, Chris, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? Sure thing. I'm Chris Badgett, the CEO and co-founder of a WordPress plugin called Lifter LMS. It's a free plugin, and then we have various paid add-ons that bring additional functionality. And essentially what Lifter LMS does is it helps people building courses or training-based membership sites create, launch, and scale high-value online training programs. That's great. And I've got my great co-host, Adrian, with me. Adrian, would you like to introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? Hi, everyone. My name is Adrian. I am the CEO and founder of Groundhog, another WordPress uh, plugin company. Uh, We build and sell marketing automation plugins that help small businesses simplify their marketing and launch their marketing strategies. Right. So before we go into the main part of the interview, I, I like to talk about our sponsors. First of all, Kinsta. Kinsta Hosting. We've been with Kinsta Hosting for over three years. They've been one of my major sponsors for that period. And I've just been delighted with their hosting. Um, basically, they use Google Cloud to host all their websites on, which is one of the best platforms on the market at the present moment. But what you also get is a fantastic interface with all the bells and whistles, not only for yourself, but if you are hosting websites for clients or supervising them for clients. Plus you get some of the best 24-7 support on the market at the present moment, in my opinion. So it's a great combination Big enough to have all the technology, but still small enough to care. That's what I say about Kinsta. So if that sounds interesting, go over to Kinsta, have a look at their packages, not only for yourself, but for your clients. And the most important thing is tell them that you heard about them on the WP Tonic show. Our second sponsor is Launchflows. Launchflows custom allows you to customize your WooCommerce checkout experience with Alimator. It liberates the function and design layout of your individual checkout components into powerful selling tools so you can turn your vision into reality with no coding required. Basically, it just enables you with Alimator and WooCommerce to build modern functions um, funnels, not only for yourself, but for your clients. It's a powerful tool. You'd be amazed what you can do with it and the kind of functionality that you can build for your clients. And this is the type of stuff that your clients is really looking for for in 2020. They are offering also a 25% discount if you go to the LaunchFlows website and you use the coupon code WPTonicRocks. I repeat that, WP tonic rocks so on with the interview well you know it's been interesting times chris you know to say that you got the right product at the right moment it would be a a slight understatement but also you recently i thought as part of your add-on quiver i thought um a sizable uh, um element to that you just recently released and that was the ability to 
have groups and have them as administrated by sub-administrators. And I know it was a big undertaking. How has that gone? And um, what's been the response to the group add-on? Well, it's going great. Lift LMS is over five and a half years old. And since the very beginning, our customers have been asking for group functionality, the ability to sell bulk seats in a training program to another company, a family, some kind of social group of some kind. Um, And we really, we take like a, I don't know if I would call it a first principles approach, but a really slow ground up approach. Like let's perfect the course. Then let's, as we move out, then now that we've got this foundation of a one-on-one learning system in place, let's add uh, group functionality so that we, do, we scale something that's working well instead of just adding it right at the very beginning as when the product was newer. Um, the rollout has been exceptional. It's a big feature because we, uh, we had to break it into phases. So phase one is all about the group experience. That's what's out now. That's what's being innovated on right now. That's what's being, you know, new releases are coming out as we're evolving the group experience. Next up is the automated e-commerce component of group checkout, where there's a group buyer that buys through our product, uh, like the Lift LMS Stripe add-on, PayPal add-on, for a group, and um, it's completely automated. You can still like get going with it right now. You can, there's still workarounds you can do to like do the group automated group selling. Um, but our focus is to optimize that part next. But the the initial groups rollout, uh, the feedback has been great. We're we're big into listening to the customer. So what we're we always listen. But people who are using the early version of groups, what do you like? What do you not like? Where's the friction? What do you need it to do? How are your users when you when people are getting invited into these groups? Are they getting onboarded? Okay, so how's all that going? This is the most important feedback we're receiving right now. And we're just optimizing around that. But essentially, the big opportunity of groups, um, there's so many different types of groups. You know, there's like military units, governments, institutions, families, uh, couples, um, employees at a company, um, you know, some membership, like people that are in some kind of membership thing. Uh, So there's lots of different types of groups. But the way I like to present the opportunity of it is, if you're trying to go for the fastest path to cash, then um, just as an example, I'm just doing what we call SaaS math here. But if I had a, a $100 forklift safety training course and I sell that into a company that has 1,000 employees, that's $100,000 in one sale. If you're selling a $100 course to 1,000 people individually, it's you know, there's more, that's going to be take longer and harder and all that. Not that that's bad. And not everybody has a course or membership opportunity that is set up to be a B2B or, or, or two group of any kind sale. But that's, uh, that's what's cool about it. And that's why people are so excited and have been so interested in a long time. Because we do have a lot of people that do sell into companies and they wanted the ability to have their cake and eat it too. What I mean by that is sell one off but then also sell in bulk. And when that group buyer sets up the group, it's all on the front end of the website. There's no WP admin. They're, they're not in the back. All the analytics, all the group administration, all the inviting team members in, everything, it's all front end. We're super excited about that. That's great. Over to Adrian. 
I'd love to hear if you have any sort of uh, any sort of success stories yet, or or just uh, people who've come to you and shared their experiences that are that have so far been able to use this successfully. Has that happened yet? I see. So funny enough, like uh, timing wise, selling group training into a company right now is, is the ideal. It's ideal, isn't it? <laughs> well, no, it's not. What I'm saying is, it's not actually because a lot of companies are cutting marketing spend, like anything that's non-essential. Like if training is uh, an essential thing, then yes. If it's more of an optimization thing that costs money, cut. So um, yeah, it's, it's still a little early. We see people using it. I've been doing some customer interviews and all that. And it's, it's cool, but I think it's too early if I don't have like this shining example with some famous company that everybody knows to share with you today. Uh, it's actually what, uh, just a personal anecdote from recently is, uh, a Canadian, a large game development company in Canada, uh, came to not, not me personally, um, but my parents, digital marketing agency looking for, uh, to set up some sort of like mass training facility because they all of a sudden had 900 employees that they had to send home and they didn't, none of them had workstations at home. So like, well, if we're going to employ all of these people, we need to give them something to do. So yeah. uh, I, there's definitely an opportunity for, there's definitely organizations out there that need this kind of, this kind of, uh, this kind of training opportunity or this, this kind of product to just satisfy the need of, to keep their employees busy. Cause you know, no, it, the, the, the worst thing is like, having an employee and paying them to do absolutely nothing yeah. if you're not going to let them go. Right. So that, that there is certainly an opportunity right now. Businesses are looking for, at least larger businesses are looking for ways to keep their workforce entertained. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, Jonathan. Yes. And also, you know, obviously the present situation, hopefully it will improve in the coming months. But on the other hand, I think because of, because of the situation, I, I, I think something has drastically changed and more people are going to be working from home after this emergency and also getting training uh, at home um, than ever before. Would you agree with that, Chris? Yeah, the way I like to think about this strategically is I divide it into three parts. There's the before, the during, and the after. We're in the, dur- the during of the you know challenging times, the pandemic. And then there's going to be after, but is after going to go right back to exactly the way it was before? Is the world going to be a little bit different specifically in how they approach in this conversation, online education and remote learning? I believe that the world has forever changed. It doesn't mean that WordPress and uh, an LMS system built on top of WordPress is the solution to solve every single education problem in the world, but we are going to see more and more of it. And we are going to see more and more um, of what I call, and I'm working on a piece about this, the um, new education, the new open source education operating system of the future. And what's inside that. What's the acronym for that? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But what's inside of that, what we're seeing is we're seeing the vestiges of three big industries. The last that we've held on to in America as an example, government, healthcare, and education all um, in extreme pressure right now. And there's going to be 
and there already is uh, a need for efficiency in all these sectors um, and, and some cost controls. Because there there's only so much we can stimulate the economy. And what's going to happen is in the education sector, um, you know, when I see things like in the news of like Stanford University, 20% pay cuts to uh, college professors, um, we need, we see uh, basically what, and I'll have more info about this later in this piece I'm working on, but it's going to start at the edges. It already is. And it's going to keep working its way in this new operating system for education. I'll give you a specific example too. If we look at gym owners right now, personal trainers, fitness professionals, these people um, have been disrupted. And a lot of people, we have a blog post coming out this week about this, about how to do what you do, but do it from home with three things. Um, Zoom, a Vimeo Pro account, and a WordPress LMS website powered by Lift LMS. And some other tools and stuff to make the website slick and awesome. But that's the basic stack. And, you know, when those gym owners can go back to work, but if the, the ones that have figured out how to do train people doing workouts from home or consultations or whatever, private or group format, and they're going to they see and experience the efficiency of delivery and the, um, you know, the lack of overhead, they're, you know, I think a lot of them are going to keep doing it. You know, some may just go back to exactly how it was before, but the world's, the world's forever changed when it comes to our approach to education. And especially just if you look at the economics of what's going on with, um, you know, the need for government healthcare and education to really get a lot more efficient. I mean, it's a perfect storm in the education industry when you look at things like the highest ever cost of a higher education student loan debt, um, the, um, the need for uh, people to get to money quickly, like to earn revenue in, in the new economy. Um, all these things are kind of driving towards uh, a, a need for more efficiency. I'm a huge fan of traditional education and liberal arts education, and I love it. Um, but there's, there's just a lot of pressure right now, especially on the young adult to, um, they still, the need is there. The world needs, um, some new options and it doesn't mean the old one goes away, but there's, there's some new one. There's some new ways to approach this problem. I have a lot of thoughts and ideas around this. This is where my, you know, kind of product visionary brain guy kicks in, but the new open source education operating system of the future is I am so excited I can jump out of my skin with what I'm seeing as these variables come into play and how we can work together in the, in the world as um, technologists, as educators, as community leaders to provide more options to people in need all over the world at all, all socioeconomic class. Well, at what point, so you mentioned that, for example, Stanford is cutting ed- cutting salaries to their to their staffers by 20%, which would, I guess, be indicative of, you know, a, a significant decrease in enrollment as the only really kind of thing that I can attribute to that. So at what point does the enrollment become so bad for these kind of like legacy institutions where large organizations are dependent on for their resource pool, their hiring pool? So at what point 
do you think are large corporations going to have to say, well, we're, the applicant pool is no longer large enough or the, the, the legacy, legacy education employment pool is no longer large enough that we're actually going to have to start investing in our own education platform to train our own employment pool? Is that, do you see that as a future possibility? Yes. And I also see more consolidation. Like if we look at the, um, and if I specifically steer this conversation towards public higher ed, so governments, this is where government and education overlap, like a, a state university system, public education funded by tax dollars. When we look at um, the resources there, that there's gonna, it, it's going to put pressure to like, all right, we got to figure out how to do more with less. That's really what it's all about. If you look at the individual, we're all experiencing this right now in the, um, that efficiency we were talking about earlier, like what's essential and what's a nice to have? Because nice to have, there's not a lot of room for that right now. So as resources become limited, I mean, in the past, I, I have to get the exact statistics, so don't quote me on this one, but something like in the past month, we've spent something like, five years or of like tax dollars or something that like it's this is this cannot go on forever and there's a it's basically like a um uh an economic um reset is it's like a quantum leap is happening right now in those three sectors in especially in uh north america in terms of government healthcare, and education any kind of inefficiency is like um, maybe you can look it up because I can never remember the quote. I need to memorize it. But what's that thing about pain and change and staying the same? Uh, we'll, we'll, come, we'll come back to it. It's like when the pain of staying the same is greater than change, that's where we're at right now in, these, in, in education. Right. All right. That's great. I'm going to go for our break. I've got a question afterwards. And uh, I uh, think Chris has got um, some new some new add-on to um, give us a little little hint what's coming up. It'll peak. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Are you a WordPress consultant, designer, or small digital agency owner? Then you need WP Tonic as your trusted white-label developer partner for your next big e-learning or WooCommerce project. WP Tonic has the knowledge to help you build out custom functionality that your clients need in LearnDash, Lifter LMS, and WooCommerce. WP Tonic is well-known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with a full, no-question-asked, 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Find out how WP Tonic's white-label services can help your agency today. Go to wp-tonic.com's homepage and book a free consultation with Jonathan. That's wp-tonic, just like the podcast. We're coming back. We've had a friend of the show. We've had already a great discussion Chris from Lifter LMS. Um, now, Chris, um, you know we've, you know we've we've had learning management systems, we've had quizzes, gamification, but two things that I think are going to kind of dominate, in my opinion, in the next eighteen months or two years, is um, small group live interactivity, which we're doing now using the Zoom platform. Um, now, Zoom, compared to Google Hangout and um, some of the other players, has dominated this sector. But I think because 
because of um, what's happened recently, a lot of money is going to be invested in similar products to Zoom and moving um, the kind of tools and the way you can interact in small groups. The other thing is 5G um, coming up in the next 18 months and, you know, not doubling, but, you know, uh, bias by a factor of 10, the bandwidth that is accessible to large groups of people in North America. Do you think I'm right? Those two factors are really going to be some of the driving factors behind new functionality in learning management systems. I do. And I would add one more that's societal, which is that this is where we're the before, during, and after. The after is not going to go back to the before. And what I mean by that is because we're in this during period, the like we, we talk about it in terms of words like adoption or words like power user, power user or total addressable market. It has a lot of flavors and names. But when you have essentially the world on Zoom and Everybody had to, most everybody had to figure this out, it, like with exponential adoption. And when you look at the life cycle of a, you know, a product or it, like virtual learning has been around for a very, very long time. So I think the, the factor of time is what we need to look at here, not just the innovation itself. And if we are in a time, and I'm overgeneralizing here, where Everybody now has some baseline understanding of like Zoom, of remote learning, of remote working, of getting comfortable with like, you know, video cameras online and stuff. Like us internet techie WordPress people are very comfortable with this for the most part because we've been, you know, building online businesses, doing remote agency work for a long time. But there's a saying, which is that here comes everybody. And you know what? They're here now. So as this mass adoption of all this technology happens, um, the world's not going to go, you know, right back when everybody's a user. Is he frozen? I think. No, I'm here. All right, so, <laughs> uh, um, so, what, so that, was, that was pretty broad. But um, first of all, do you think, you know, Zoom, I was listening to another podcast where, um, yesterday, it was outside the WordPress, but they were describing um, a teacher that uh, um, in a state, a uh, local area, they had put all the classes on Google Hangout, and they were saying that a lot of the staff are finding it extremely difficult to use Google Hangout, and I yeah. understand it because I've been there and I gave up on it um, and I went to Zoom. Yeah. So I still think there's an enormous amount, even, you know, the Zoom platform's pretty good, but there's nothing like competition, you know, effective competition to serrate um, the improvement process a bit. And I see a lot, I see that happening quite rapidly um, because a lot, I think a lot of money is going to be aimed at this sector. But also, what, how do you see 5G really affecting this? Because when you've got that amount of new bandwidth available, the possibilities, you know, I know you've got a new product, um, a new add-on, and it's in the, you know, maybe you can tell us, because I think it's probably linked 
to improve bandwidth and that bandwidth being available everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's three things in that, which I'm going to answer for you. Well, that's just, that's just typical of one of my questions, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. The first thing is I found that quote while you were speaking, which, and this is the world we're in. This is, a, this is an old quote we've all heard, but it's never been more relevant, which is change happens when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. So this is where we're at. And this is why there's so much movement and activity happening. In terms of 5G and bandwidth, um, on the Lift LMS website, if you go to the examples link or the case studies link, there's a, one of our example sites is um, a great company called Cause Labs that does WordPress sites for nonprofits. Um, Cheryl and Mike Gillahan over there. They use Lifter LMS for a client in Africa that helps train women on um, trades, trade skills that are, um, gives them more mobility in society, more options, income potential, and is a great thing. Uh, they had to make all the course content, at least in the first version, um, text-based because of the internet connectivity. And I think it's really easy for us to see like if we have like great high-speed internet a lot of the world is not like that way even in the united states and canada there's there's lots of people that have very have, slow internet we have a lot of dead zones here it's a big country and a small population <laughs> yeah and uh but that access thing make no mistake about it like i remember Jay, i was having a conversation with jason cohen from wp engine and he said once that it always had a big impact on me is uh that the internet is a really big place and it's really hard for the human mind or to really understand how big it is. And I think we're about to experience, this is another one of those perfect storm variables of 5G that's going to compound on the opportunity of online education. Well, I'll bring it up because um, what I didn't realize, you got, you got, you think oh, it's going to double. It's not, it's going to, it's not even going to triple. You're talking about 10 plus by the power. It, yeah. It's it's gonna speed everything up to such a dramatic level that you you just can't comprehend it really. Yeah, and there's a there's something that I learned that helped me with this kind of thinking, which is there's linear growth, there's exponential growth, and then there's spherical growth, and those are totally different. It's hard enough for us to really wrap our heads around exponential as we've been looking at things like flattening the curve and all this stuff, like exponential growth uh, is, is not an easy thing for the mind to wrap the head around. It's also spherical growth is, all, like, is really um, misunderstood, like the kind of growth potential. And I'm not sure if 5G is looking at exponential or spherical, but I, I agree with you, Jonathan, that it's way more than linear. And to answer your, your third part of your question about the... Um, about learning and these meetings and Zoom and Google Hangouts and all these things. Um, we innovate with our customers and users at Lifter LMS. So we have, we are, we, our customers are the heartbeat of our organization. We put them at the center of our business, not our product. And we look at what they need to be successful, what they think they need, what they're asking for, what they really need, all that stuff. We see what the pain point is. They may not know what they need. But 
if you look at something like Masterclass, which if you haven't heard of it, it's like $15 a month and you get these video courses that are created by celebrities like Steve Martin on comedy and there's some other, there's just famous people, Sarah Blakely about from Spanx about entrepreneurship and so on, $15 a month. And the reason it's so cheap is because, and they're good. They're, they're super good. And how cool is it to learn from the best in the world? But the value is not just in the best training and the best content and the most professionally produced videos. The best training gets people the best results. The best results often require more fidelity or interaction or custom feedback or support. So when we design a course or membership, we need to look beyond the content. It's important. Don't get me wrong. But what's the support? What's the, what's the social component? What's the social learning? What's the coaching or the mentoring or the feedback system? Um, how's that going to work? And what we're looking at, um, which is, gonna, is coming in an add-on for Lifter LMS, is a, um, a classrooms uh, option, which can be either virtual or in-person. Virtual meaning we've got um, you know, web, cam- web technology we can integrate with or to uh, facilitate like the live stuff, like the live uh, you know, meeting or webinar or hangout or whatever you want to call it. And then we're also looking at the physical location, which is more time, place, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Because learning, the best, the best training courses, and this is a framework that I got from um, a great entrepreneur. His name is Dane Maxwell. I just interviewed him on my podcast, LMS Cast. He wrote a book called Start From Zero. The whole th- thesis of this book for any business, but in this case, we're talking about education, is it's all about a clear customer, a clear result, and a mechanism. If the result is learning that works, um, we need content, but we also need, in a lot of cases, not every case, masterclass is fine, passive self-study video courses is fine, but oftentimes there may be like a mastermind retreat or event somewhere. There may be just like flip classroom stuff going on where we have like regular in-school stuff or... Um, uh, mixed with online stuff. That's required to facilitate the result. Um, So if we look at the new open source education operating system of the future, and we, we look at a need for efficiency, we need, if we want to, you know, the rich will always be able to attend and pay for whatever, despite the exorbitant costs. But the pressure is mostly on the middle and the bottom, and these are growing. Like they're get, these parts of the um, population around the world is expanding, especially if we're heading into a, a recession time. And you know, education and the opportunity for education, kind of like Cheryl from Cause Labs example using Lifter LMS, education creates upward mobility in society, which is a beautiful thing, and. It needs to keep happening. And uh, so to put a cap on the add-on, it's working on that problem so that we, we can have fidelity. We can have high touch. We, you can deliver great support. You can inc- incorporate live and not just do a, a, a passive video-based version of a textbook. Yeah, and the, uh, just to wrap it up, just my own comment, you know, there's, there's the kind of... Um, 
the gold standard is like one to one. But actually, um, actually, that can fail quite considerably, that one to one. Actually, group learning where you have a group with a, with a tutor or um, whatever title that individual can be even more effective in some ways than a one-to-one, I feel. We've got to wrap it up. Hopefully, Chris can stay on for a little while and we've got some bonus content. So, Chris, how can people find out more about you, your thoughts, and also about your company? Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can check, check Lifter LMS out at lifterlms.com. And we believe in uh, one of our mission is to democratize education in the in the digital classroom, and we believe strongly in the um, kind of the WordPress way of doing things of giving away as much value as we can for free. So go f- check out the free Lifter LMS plugin where you know the WordPress plugins are. If you can't find it, just go to our site and uh, or just do a Google search for Lifter LMS free. And um, I have a podcast for people who are education entrepreneurs that want to create, launch, and scale high-value online training programs uh, for themselves or for their clients. Uh, that's called LMS Cast. So go check out that. And I want to thank you, Jonathan and Adrian, for this great interview. One of the reasons I keep going to the, um, the Friday show that you do, the roundtable, as we discuss the WordPress news and groups, it's because I learned something. We learn more together. And that's, I think, a great example of, you know, how that, how learning is not necessarily a solo act. That's great. Thanks for saying that, Chris. It's much appreciated. Adrian, how can people find out more about you and what you're up to with Groundhog? So you can go to groundhog with two gs.io to uh, find out. And like Chris, we believe in giving away a huge amount of value for free. Uh, so we have a free version of our platform. So if you're currently looking to, I mean, everybody's looking to pare down on their expenditures uh, right now. And uh, we offer a significant amount of value uh, for very, very, very little cost. So if you're currently spending a short amount of money on your email marketing platform, uh, you can downsize your cost without losing a whole lot in terms of both functionality and usability, and you get to consolidate and simplify your marketing at the same time. Yeah. So it's really a win-win, and you can learn about how to do that at groundhogwith2gs.io. It's a great project. We just used it yesterday for a client building a, a nice little funnel. Um, it's great to have, actually, Adrian. Um, we'll be back next week with another great guest. Um, we've got some great guests finishing off this month and the beginning of May. I can't believe I'm going to have to rustle up some more guests myself uh, um, but it's been a great um, we've, had, we've had some great guests we'll be back next week with another great interview we'll see you soon folks bye thanks for listening to the WP Tonic Podcast the podcast that gives you a dose of WordPress medicine twice a week